Welcome to the All Things Performance Podcast, where our goal is to stay hungry, to get better, and to move the meter. My name is Josiah Igano, and whether you're looking to improve physically, to get fed spiritually, or to challenge yourself mentally, we're digging deep to find those gems, and we're going to find them. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's go. Hope everybody's doing well. I wanted to follow up on a prior conversation that you likely have heard me have with uh, with other people on the podcast, like Dr. Ben McKinday. I've talked about it with Derek, my co-host on the All Things Performance podcast. And I, I wanted to put some more meat on the bone for this conversation uh, that deals with specialization versus development. Specialization versus development, especially when you start talking about young athletes. But at, at the end of the day, this applies to everybody. And what we're seeing now in the world of sports is we're seeing many parents, many club teams, organizations, you know, uh, governing bodies of sport who are rewarding athletes and their parents, uh, their their coaching staffs, fill in the blank for specializing these athletes at a young age. You know what I'm saying? You have the kids who are playing club at age eight, right? They're playing you know, they're, they're involved in these specialized development camps for their specific sport. And although there is good f- that comes from this, there's a lot of bad in it as well. And so today what I wanted to do is I just wanted to take about 20, 15, 20 minutes and speak to the philosophy that I have regarding specialization versus development. When you look at it for the, you know, just in, in the sheer definition and, and specialization and development, when you when you're developing something or when you're developing someone there are certain processes that are in place to improve the functionality uh, and to improve the skill set improve the ability of that thing or that person in this case a person right there's a development aspect that it, the, the whole purpose is to improve its performance right uh, and then when you start talking about specialization specialization typically takes one aspect right in this case one sport or even when you break it down further one position and say how do I specialize in throwing a fastball how do I specialize in you know running a route or um, uh, you know with my running you know as far as running form if I'm a track athlete or if I'm a, a marathon or whatever the case may be how do I specialize and kicking this soccer ball a certain way to to have it you know have a certain trajectory um, specialization is very specific it's very specific and even if you look at I, there's a couple of points that I want to make if we look at the medical world right many individuals who enter into the medical world you know um, uh, even my even me myself as a, as a you know as a doctor of psychology of general psychology um, a, a doctor of philosophy in general psychology. I'm a, I'm a part of this world as well, but you see it even more pronounced in the world of medicine. And when a doctor comes up, there are general classes that you take. There are there are general uh, things that you need to know, that you need to be proficient in, that you need to be sound in in terms of practice and um, philosophy and application. But as a doctor matriculates through the system, he or she becomes more specialized and they say hey i want to specialize in pediatrics i want to specialize in women's health i want to specialize in geriatrics i want to specialize in 
this type of surgery, right? Development happens early. Specialization happens later. That's how it works in the real world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even if you are an electrician, you are somebody who's a, a plumber, any domain that you take, right? A chef, whatever the, the, the domain that you are, a lawyer, we all start off as generalists in terms of understanding where uh, we want to go and the fields we want to practice in. And then later on, we become specialists. And somehow this very basic principle has been violated in the world of sports. We want to specialize early and then develop as we go. And it's not working. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm here to say that it's not working and it's not a good model. Right. It's not it's not a good model. So that's number one. Right. This this medical analogy that I gave you rather uh, in the real world, development should happen early. Our kids should be playing multiple sports early. They should be developing early. They should be ex exposed to different types of uh, training modalities, um, competitive environments early, not just one sport all the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then later is when they specialize. I think on the podcast with Dr. Ben McKinday, one of the things that he said that was very profound was that there's not one sport, right, that could not benefit from the elements and from the attributes that playing another sport could give you. Basically saying that cross-pollination of sports is going to help you in the sport that you really like. So if I'm a soccer player, right, if I'm a soccer player and I go and I start, you know, swinging a tennis racket around, you know, as a hobby or, you know, playing frisbee as a hobby or shooting hoops as a hobby to complement the amount of time that I'm spending on the soccer field, I'm only going to get better as opposed to the athlete who's just playing soccer. So this cross-pollination of activity, which I'm going to talk about here in a little bit, is actually helping me become better. So that's my first, the first point that I want to make is that we should, um, you know, follow the medical world, right? Become generalist first, specialist later. Generalist first, specialist later. If I tell you, hey, uh, you know, uh, you should see a general practitioner, you know, every year to get checked up, every, no one's going to deny that. No one's going to fight that. But if you come to me and you say, man, I'm really having problems uh, um, with my feet. I feel a certain type of uh, pressure or a tingling, a numbness when I do X, Y, and Z. Guess what? God bless the, the general doctors of medicine. You know what I'm saying? But you might need to see a podiatrist. You might need to see a foot specialist, somebody who deals in this domain specifically. And that is the difference between a generalist and a specialist. And all of the years that that podiatrist spent, you know, studying the general work and, and understanding the human body, the anatomy and the functionality, the interconnectedness, the trains, the, 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 the things that are happening within the human body is going to help him or her in their specialization of podiatry or fill in the blank, whatever other specialization that they have. And so this is no different from the sports world. Number two, there's never a wrong time to develop. Never. There's never a wrong time to develop. Right? 
anytime that you are uh, in, in engaged in mental or physical activity that is going to strengthen your the organism, the human body, the human organism, it's always a good thing. You know what I'm saying? It can be late. It can be early. It doesn't matter. There's never a wrong time to develop. Development is something that we, sh we should always be doing. We should always be cross-training. We should always be paying attention to our nutrition. We should always be challenging the human organism at all times and developing ourselves. When we, when we hear the word performance, as you've heard me say before, the word performance in today's day and age is watered down. People don't even know how to define it. What is performance, you ask? Performance is the execution of a specific task or function. That is what performance is. It's the execution of a specific task or function. How well do you, my friend, execute your specific tasks and functions? How well do you do it? That's another way of saying how well do you perform, right? And anytime that you add development, shooting extra free throws, you know, running, lifting weights, uh, you know, pulling a sled backwards, you know, getting on the battle ropes, getting on a jump rope, doing plyo jumps, right? Anytime that you are challenging this organism and you're developing yourself in a wide range of, of activities for your specific sports, okay? Notice what I just said. I don't care what sport you play. I don't know. I don't care what sport you're on scholarship for or what you get paid to do professionally, regardless of the sport you play there's never a wrong time to develop and anytime that you are developing generally with doing different things it's going to help you specifically okay so number one right develop early specialize later point number two there's never a wrong time to develop point number three anytime that you specialize you are robbing yourself Actually, let me let me go back and say this. When you refuse to develop and only focus on specialization, that's what I should say. You are robbing your brain of connections, opportunities to make connections. Period. Now, some may argue, well, the more I do this, the, the stronger the myelination, the stronger the 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 connection between neurons, the, the stronger, you know, the 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 you know, the and and more uh, robust these specific actions are going to be yes that is correct you are 100% correct but when you say I'm just gonna have my kid focus on pitching that's it and your kids eight years old or I'm just gonna have my kid focus on shooting or I'm just gonna have my kid uh, you know be a linebacker and that's all he's gonna do you know what I'm saying? Because I, I can see the path forward for him. And that's all he's going to do. What you are doing, my friends, is you are robbing yourself or your child or your athlete of the opportunity for his or her brain to make neural connections between different things. And I'm talking about spatial awareness, hand-eye coordination, uh, um, reaction times. You know, I, I'm talking about the whole thing. And I'm going to talk about this here in a second, the whole, the whole essence of being an athlete. But anytime that you sacrifice development for the sake of specialization, that is what you're doing. And some parents, some athletes have been doing this for years. They've been doing it for years. And so you're, you're basically, <clears throat> you're stealing from yourself. That's what you're doing. When you are forsaking 
development, doing a general uh, list of activities, performing various functions, uh, various exercises, being involved in various sports, right? To, to, to challenge your human organism, your human body. When you sacrifice development for specialization, you are robbing yourself of the opportunity for your brain to make neural connections. Period, full stop. Our brains have several cortical maps that map out how to throw a baseball, map out how to shoot a free throw, that map out how to tie my shoe, how to run backwards, how to backpedal, how to turn, sprint and run and catch a you know, fly ball in the outfield. Our brain has cortical maps that are in place for us to do all of these acti- all of these athletic activities rather. And when you focus on doing one thing, guess what happens to all those other maps? They become very fuzzy. When I first started, I worked in professional baseball for 10 years. And I played football. Like, that was the sport I played coming up. When they first saw me throw a baseball, it, you, you know, those guys, they, they would laugh at me. They thought it was the most hilarious thing. And I'm like, what you guys laughing at? And they're like, man, you throw the ball like a football player, like a football dude. I'm like, yeah, I've been doing that for years. I never played baseball. So my brain didn't have a clear map of how to throw a baseball efficiently. So when I was doing it, it looked funny to the developed and the specialized eye. And again, granted, I'm working with professional athletes here who are getting paid to throw strikes, who are getting paid to hit to defend, to to run the bases, you know what I'm saying? But the point is, if you are not developing yourself and strengthening these cortical maps to do multiple things, to be athletic, those maps become very fuzzy. And when you are called to make those athletic moves, which I'm going to talk about here in a second, in a pressure situation, your brain's like, man, I'm not used to doing this. I'm used to only throwing strikes. That's all I've done. So now that you're asking me to run and move backwards and pivot and jump and cut, now I get hurt. I'm opening, I'm opening up myself to injury. I'm not athletic. It's a big deal. This is a big deal. So the first three points, number one, develop early, specialize later. Point two is that there's never a wrong time to develop. Point three I just shared is you're robbing your, when you sacrifice development for specialization, you're robbing yourself of the opportunity for your brain to make connections. And the last area is when you sacrifice development, right, for specialization, when you want to just put your kid in, in the, in the, you know, in a, on the club team and, and do the tours with all the sports and just do one sport when he or she is very young and just focus on that one sport, you are robbing your child, you're robbing yourself of the whole point of athletics, right? What is, what is the whole point of being an athlete to, to make athletic moves, to be able to be agile, to utilize power, speed, reaction, to move in space, whether that's forward and backwards, side to side, you know, laterally up and down, uh, in multiple planes within one frame of a movement. Anytime you listen to an audience and you hear the oohs and the ahs or the ooh, 
anytime you hear that, that is be, that is likely because an athlete made some type of athletic move. Or somebody got hit with a, a baseball or something, you know what I'm saying, got knocked out, you know what I'm saying, or something crazy happened, right? But generally speaking, in, the, in, a, in an athletic event, when you hear the oohs and the ahs from the crowd and from other athletes, it's because one of those athletes on the court, in the field, in the gym, in the pool, whatever the case may be, on the golf course, whatever the case may be, on the on, you know on the mats as a wrestler or Brazilian jiu-jitsu, whatever the case may be, fill in the blank. Anytime you hear those oohs and ahs, it's likely because an athlete performs some type of athletic move. And guess what? That's the whole point of athletics. The whole point of athletics is to call your body, call upon your body rather, at any point in time to do and execute an athletic maneuver in that moment. That's the whole point of athletics. The whole point of athletics is, is, to, is to command your body to do athletic things when at whatever time, period. Period. That's why, you know, when you look at Troy Palomalo, Troy Palomalo was so athletic. He was an ooh and ah type player. You look at Michael Jordan, ooh and ah type player. Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, ooh and ah type boxers, right? We just had a podcast with a professional uh, golfer uh, in the UK. And I asked him, I said, why is golf so popular right now? He said, Tiger Woods, period, full stop. Tiger Woods brought the athleticism into golf, which opened up everything for a new generation. And when you specialize and you say, I'm only going to do this, I'm only going to focus on this, and you don't develop the other things, strengthen the other cortical maps, strengthen your entire body, challenge your entire body in different ways. When you do that, what you're doing is you're limiting your athleticism. You're limiting your athleticism. That's exactly what you're doing. And so, you know, in summation, I really challenge you all listening to this to think about developing the whole system. You know, I just took my son to one of my colleagues. Shout out to shout out to uh, uh, Donzel McDonald for inviting us uh, to the camp that they had. Um, you know, it's one of those things that when you go to a development camp, it's different than going to, you know, a sports specific camp. When you're, when you're called upon to work on various skills, various things, and you're put in various situations, various scenarios, and you challenge a body in space to do different things and to perform different skills, it's, it's, it's great. It's, a, it's an awesome thing. That's what we need. You know, we need physical education. That's why PE is such a great class, right? Because that's exactly what, what physical education teachers do. They're developing the entire organism and they're doing it using different games, different activities, different stimuli. And that's what we need to come back to. That's what we need to come back to. That is going to be the future iteration of sports is more athletic athletes. Yes, specialization has its place. It does. But the base needs to be in development. And development never gets old. 
I don't care what the last thing I'll say is I don't care what sport you are talking about. The greatest athletes in every sport, they understand fundamentals. They understand fundamentals of their sport. And those fundamentals, many of them are universal to many sports. Be athletic, develop, 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 get better. How do we take good, make it great, and take great and make it just a little bit better? God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon.